Welcome to the Dramatic Measures Podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Big Ben, I think. <laughs> yeah, today I think we know who we are. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm still a part of Pavo. I yeah. am the P in Pavo. Yeah. Or all, remember? Yeah. A-U-A-L, I guess it would be? No, that's just weird. Welcome to the Jurassic Bench oh, Podcast. I'm Paul. Or Big Ben. <laughs> or somebody. <laughs> I was I was hoping you would say I'm Big Ben and it would be like... Oh. Okay, yeah, so I'm Big Ben. <clears throat> Shut up. It's our, you ruined it already. It's, okay. Jesus Christ. Did you hear... Uh, oh, yeah, you did hear it because I showed it to you. Red Hot Chili Peppers' new song. Oh, yeah. Dark Necessities. Single? Is that what it's called? Yeah. It was funny because you typed it in and all I thought was, Look for the dark necessities, the simple dark necessities. Forget about your happiness and your glad. And then he claps. And then they sing more. And then he butt rapes a tree with his butt. <laughs> well, fortunately, their new Red Hot Chili Pepper single is a lot better sounding than that. In yeah, my it's it's pretty good. I mean, we talked about before. You know, I'm I'm actually not a Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. Yeah. You know, like I have respect. You know, I have respect for them in the musical sense or whatever. You know, they're good musicians. Flea's a really good bass player. Um, I know you like Flea. And yeah, that's, that's really what drew me to uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers was Flea. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of Andy Kiedis' singing. Not a fan of that. Um, I love the fact that their drummer, Chad Smith, looks exactly like Will Ferrell. And for some reason, for years, I always asked people that, and they had no clue what I was talking about. And then everyone finally figured it out one day, and then they did that skit on like the talk show, like Jimmy Fallon or Jay Leno or something, where they did like... Chad Smith and Will Ferrell both playing drums because they look exactly like each other. You know, I think I saw the uh, that clip, but I had no idea what the point of it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. I'm like, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, he looks like Will Ferrell. Like, I never knew exactly what those guys looked like except for Andy Kiedis from the like music videos from like the '90s. And then like you kind of you know you learn who Flea is through the natural progression of them getting more and more popular. So it's like I always knew what Flea and Andy Kiedis look. I have no clue what the other guy looks like. Isn't there four of them? There's a fourth guy. Yeah, but I, I have I no clue what he looks like. Sorry, guitar player, I apologize. And um, what's crazy about it too is they were just on um they just did the Super Bowl. Was it this past year or the year before the I, I don't Yeah, that's right. Don't you don't watch. you don't watch sports. I don't sport. Yeah, you don't sport. <laughs> <laughs> so, it wasn't in the highlight reel yeah, soon. <laughs> exactly. I saw like the really good like, you know, highlight reel from I think the last Super Bowl that was, but you know, I don't sport. Yeah, so you don't bad. sports. No, but it's just weird because, like, with Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, I'm like, I'm not a fan of them. And but the only song I like by them is the one that every Red Hot Chili Peppers fan hates, which is "Give It Away Now." Because, <laughs> but there's a reason. It was because my third grade music teacher played that song for us when I was little, and it was like I had never heard like rock rock music like that. Like I had listened to like some Pearl Jam here and there. That doesn't but count. like well, but that's what I'm saying. I, I hate it wasn't Pearl Jam. rock. Yeah, you don't like Pearl Jam. I hate Pearl Jam. I think the only decent song Pearl Jam ever came out with was Jeremy. Well yeah, it's it's uh, well I think that's because it's an emotion like the, the, the it's one of those songs where you totally get the message just by listening to it and then the music video helped where the kid actually is shooting up the school. You know, and it's basically like, you know, don't shoot up schools. You know, don't bully people because it makes them sad. Yeah. Don't be a dick. And then Eddie Vedder charges $1,000 for front row tickets at his concert. Fuck you, Pearl Jam. Stop being a dick. Yeah, I hated <laughs> that. Like, I went and got – I bought the CD and everything with Jeremy on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this band's got to be great. And then I listened mm-hmm. to it. And I don't know if it was because of my age or what the case was. But I was, like, really hoping for some cussing in there too. But there was, like, no cussing in the entire thing, which – 
Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing is, like, I mean, you know me, I cuss very, 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 very vagrantly. Like, I just throw them out of my mouth constantly, you know? I cuss like a, I'm the cuss like a sailor, but I don't drink like a fish. <laughs> um, but it's like, I don't mind when there's no cuss. Like, things don't have to cuss to be powerful, in my opinion. Right, I wasn't saying that, but what, what I meant was, like, because I really didn't care for the songs themselves, uh, I was were, hoping for like at ed- least edgy that. little kid looking yeah. for something else. Yeah. yeah, like if you're not gonna give me music, I yeah. like then at least give me cussing. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're like you know you're eight, you watch, you like you sneak in the living room late at night and watch your first like rated R movie, mm-hmm. and it's like you know you know you see him say like they say fuck and you're like oh he said a bad word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just with like Red Hot Chili Peppers, it was just I just never was into them, but. The, that music teacher played it for me, and I was like, holy shit, you know, because up until that point, the only thing I had ever really listened to was – I had really weird, like, musical, like, kind of influences. Like, I had my, – my mom listened to country and classic rock, like, 60s and 70s rock. Right. Like um, Led Zeppelin. Yeah, like, you know, Led Zeppelin, the greatest cover band of all time. Um, you know, Pink Floyd, of course. Yes. Uh, I th- who, who did she really like? I think she really liked like older ACDC. You know, I mean, she didn't okay. have a problem with them when uh, like back in black. Yeah, when what's his name? Brian Johnson took over when the other guy died or whatever. Or maybe I'm thinking the other way around. I think Brian Johnson's the guy who took over when the first guy passed. I, I've never been good with <laughs> artist names. But yeah, there's some things I just don't remember. Uh, things that really make me mad, I remember. So Jimmy Page, uh, yes. Robert Plant, <laughs> John Paul Jones. Like I always, you know, uh, John Bonham was a great drummer though. So that's one thing I can't say um but anyway uh no so it's like i had my my mom had country and like classic rock my my stepdad was kind of grunge and then he would sometimes listen to like like pop music pop music like like um uh what's her name um oh jesus you're not going with like tony braxton okay no he'd listen to like tony braxton and shit like that so i got those weird influences from him and then my my step my older stepbrother he listened to like rap you know he was in the he was in the Wu Tang Clan and Biggie and Pac of course you know so it was like so you would almost think Red Hot Chili Peppers would be right up your alley yeah because they're kind of like rock funk hip hoppy yeah weirdness. they're, they're yeah. very all over the place and that's what's weird is like you know you can't always assume yeah. that just because something sounds like something you would like it is something you'll like it's like the Game of Thrones. Exactly. Yeah. The Game of Thrones has everything about it says Big Ben would like it, yeah. but then Big Ben does not like it. Yeah, and Paul it, is very disappointed in it. It's Big a ben. lot of things that I like and I just couldn't get into it. I think I'm gonna try it again. Yeah. I'm gonna try it again. Just because I, I think what I'm gonna do, honestly, I think I'm going to sit down, I'm gonna watch Game of Thrones all the way to the end. Like I mean I know it's not over, but up right, to the where current it's point. Like season ninety three or whatever the fuck it is. Um, it's only like four or five, I think. Six. No, so six. Well, I, I think I'm just going to watch it just to six, just to be like, I've seen up to six. You know, I'll give it an exact critique. And maybe I'll start to like it, you know. Yeah. It was never a, um, like, a hipstery, like, oh, it's a popular thing, you know, because I like anything that I like, you know. I try to be. Most people like the things that they like. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're, I know, just, that didn't sound. You're, you're right on par with everybody else in the world right now, Big Ben. Yeah, you're well, no, I'm saying so I'm saying there are people average. who get people who get hipstery and they're like, I don't like that because it's popular, right. not because it's bad, but because it's you know, it's popular. So it's like you know, I try not to do that. I try to really, you know, critique. That's why I do like some pop songs and shit, and you know, I you know, 
Like, I, I have, like, a really diverse music. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I have a really diverse music taste. And so it's like, but I still like, you know, some pop artists and stuff. Like I said, I like I really like Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just like her voice and, like, the sound of her songs, even though they're probably, like, made like most pop songs. Like, she might not have wrote them, or at least most of them. Or, you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to judge. I'm just, I just like her music. So. Yeah, see, I grew up uh, pretty much with Beach Boys, Monkeys, Musicals, and then Black Sabbath, <laughs> ACDC, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Um, what was the other? There was one other band that I associate with you, and I can't remember what it is. There was another band like from that time period, like kind of the ACDC, you know, like 80s-ish. Uh, early Aerosmith. Aerosmith, yeah. that's the other band. Yeah, that I Aerosmith I was a huge fan I of. I know you liked and their then, earlier stuff. And then when they got jaded, I got jaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Steven Tyler, I mean, did, I mean, is, is the whole thing with him that he... Did he just blow out his voice and that's why he sings like that now? Like, is that, or did he change the way he sings? He now is actually doing country. Come again? Yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? Yes. Even Tyler is now doing country. Uh, but, but he, what? That makes no sense to me. Why would he, uh, is that like, is it kind of a douchey thing? Like how like country kind of has this like, pop resurgence thing where like Nelly go Nelly went and did their songs with Tim McGraw in the early 2000s and shit. I, I couldn't tell yet because I stopped caring. <laughs> I, I legitimately got jaded once he did. And I just, yeah, I didn't, like that, song either. I didn't yeah. like that song either. The only thing I remember is he always had his daughter and um, like, he always had his daughter. Like, well, not always. There was like two or two or three, maybe music videos his daughter was in. And there was the one with Alicia Silverstone where she jumps off a bridge with a bungee cord and like, I remember even as like, you know, like a 12 or 13 year old boy going, that would break her spine the way she did that. That, And then she, it's the whole thing is she's being rebellious and she flips off her boyfriend order, but it's like, no, no, she'd be dead. Like she'd be like, she'd be Gwen Stacy, like from Spider-Man, you know, the comic or the movie. You don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway. I do know what you're talking about. When he saves her, he shoots the web, saves her. Yeah, and, and it ends up, he ends like, up. Yeah. Spo- spoilers, the new Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man 2 with Jamie Foxx, which by the way, is another movie that I think gets a lot of shit that. I think it's a lot better than people gave it credit for, but I don't know. No, but just one like I like I do like older Aerosmith because I liked his voice. Like, um, what's the song? Uh, the the early song that everyone loves by them. Uh, well, my mind always goes to Back in the Saddle. I really like that song, but you you're probably thinking more like Walk This Way. No, 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 or... no, no. Older than like their first album. It was the song gotcha. that Eminem did. He did like a cover of, or like he sampled it for a song. Oh, what the fuck is that cover? song? Um. Oh my God! I can't believe I can't think of the song right now. He didn't do a cover of it. He he sampled it for a song of his, and uh, I don't remember what it is. But it it was like their first popular song. There's people listening to this right now who are screaming, going, "It's this song, you morons!" Um. But no, nah, like I liked him back, like because I liked his voice back then, because I he had this like almost like older like rock musician like gravelly voice, mm-hmm. but you knew he was younger. So it was like he almost had that like kind of soulfully ish kind of voice. So yeah, I always I, I so a lot of people don't like it, but I love when he like starts screaming like real <laughs> just in an <laughs> octave way yeah. too high. Yeah, I, I don't <sighs> see. I, I liked it when he he sang like 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 it makes me think of like Jack Black from the White Stripes, not Jack Black, Jack White from the White Stripes, Jack White. Jack White from the White Stripes. Yeah, oh, Jack, Jack Black is the. It's fat about guy. Dream On, by the way. That's the song, Dream On. Yeah, dream out, yeah. dream out. 
Yeah. I couldn't. It was like I couldn't. And it's it. funny because they just recently had like a Skittles commercial or something with that oh, song in there. Of course they did. He's like, no, a little bit higher, and then it goes up in pitches. Yeah. And, t- and I'm not even going to try to imitate <laughs> that. So apparently, I hope you weren't looking forward. Apparently, to that. his country albums aren't making him enough money. He had to sell the rights to Dream One, I guess. Maybe. Well, we learned in the Led Zeppelin episode that that's not always the band who does that. Exactly. Who owns the rights. Though he is in the commercial as well. Oh, so fuck him then. Um, <laughs> I mean, I still love Steven Tyler, though. It, yeah, it's I mean, just, I, it's not like I, I can just, say that I don't like Aerosmith. I mean, like, let's be honest, everyone's been in the car just driving by yourself and, like, your windows are down on a nice day and there's nobody around. Like, there's, it's, it's like 12 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon, there's no traffic for some reason on the road you're on, and dude looks like a lady comes on and you're, ah, ah, dude, and then as soon as the car comes around the corner, you put your hands at 10 and 2 and just don't move. And then as soon as they're out of your rear view, you start saying, dude, look like a lady. You know, like, I mean, it's just their songs are fun. See, I, I'm the guy that keeps singing that and points <laughs> to the dude in the car next to yeah. me. <laughs> like, I try to at least be a little bit more reserved because I'm, you know, I, I creep people out sometimes. That's like, did I ever tell you the story? <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time I was, when I was working at Home Depot? I was working, I was doing night shift there. I was working overnight. Right, I, I'm aware of that. And I, I, I lived like, like 10 minutes away. And, you know, you get like an hour lunch at Home Depot. So any of you, any of you pumpkins out there, you know what I'm talking, you know, because they wear the aprons. So you um, <clears throat> but anyway, I, I would basically run home and get food for lunch. And I, I ran home and I had like a sandwich and like a bowl of macaroni and cheese. And I had like a, a cup with ice in it and like a, like a soda, a soda, a soda. What was it like? Like a soda. Like it was a, like it was like a soda. Yeah, I said like like fifteen times. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so I ran home. I got I got the food and I got in the car and I'm driving back to work. And I stopped at um, like a, a huge intersection and it's two thirty in the morning. So there's no cars. It's just me. And all of a sudden I'm sitting at the light and it's one of those things where you're sitting at the light and you're the only car on the road and all the lights are red. Yeah, I've like, been there. I hate that. Hello, you know it's like I don't want to run the light, you know, because also because that one has a camera now. Um, but anyway, this guy pulls up just randomly next to me, it's two 30 in the morning. He's just sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, and I know the guy's sitting next to me and you know how, when you're sitting at a light, you kind of glance around and you look at people. Yeah, you're not like being nosy. It becomes that awkward thing at times. Yeah. I was just there today and I'm pulling up to a light and this guy's already staring in my direction as I glance over and yeah. we got that awkward eye contact. And you connect eyes and yeah. you go, mm. And you look away like you yeah. saw each other. I'm like, like now I'm just fiddling uh, with my radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, and it's like you're looking straight ahead and you have that hot feeling on the yes. back of your neck. And you're just going, "Don't, I can't look. I already looked once already. Mm-hmm. If I look again, I'll look creepy. Well, I'm sitting there and he's sitting there and he's looking at me. I can, I can see out of my peripheral him looking at me because all I see is his like beady white eyes. He was just like really like, like kind of small looking white guy with like scraggly hair and a beard. And uh, he's, he, I can see him looking at me out the corner of my eye. I'm sitting there and I'm like, this fucking guy is still looking at me. Why is he still looking at me? So I'm sitting there and I have, I literally have a bowl of macaroni and cheese, a big fucking bowl of macaroni and cheese, a sandwich, and a cup with fucking soda in it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to fuck with him. So I'm just sitting there and he's staring at me. And all of a sudden I pick up the sandwich and I take a bite of it. And I, I, you know, take like a, a really big bite out, you know, like a, a quarter of the sandwich bite. Gotcha. And I'm sitting there, you know, chewing really loud. And he's just, I can still see he's just staring at me because like as, you know, as I reach down, I'm kind of glancing at him. So then I pick up the, and it's, you know, one of those big ass cups of waters like oh, that yeah, I steal from restaurants. The, yeah. <laughs> I steal the giant plastic cups from restaurants as like mementos when I have a good time. 
Um, half of the ones I have are from the three of us going out to dinner. Um, but anyway, I pick that up and I'm drinking out and it's this giant cup of ice with soda and he's, and as I'm putting it down, I look over and I can see him looking at me like, what the fuck? What is this guy doing? He's got like a sandwich and a thing. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden I just turn directly, like staring right in his face and I pick up the bowl of, ma- of macaroni and cheese and just start shoveling it in my mouth. And I'm just going, and I'm like, I'm doing a thing where my chomps, my bites are moving my entire head. And I'm just going, and he's just like, what the fuck? And then the light turns green and he like he it. floored it. Like he spun tires a little bit and everything. You know, you could smell the tire rubbing. So it's like I get mode like moments where I fuck with people, but I generally try to not be a weird nuisance on the road. Yeah. So I don't know how that came out of music, but I I I thought you were going with, and I was listening to Dream On, and and then the car came up, and I just stopped singing. I didn't know it was turning into. Have you ever had a moment like that where you're parked, or or someone's parked, and one of you pulls up, and the other has a song playing, and you both start singing it together? You have a singing moment with a random stranger? No, I've I've never done that. Yeah. I've had where I pulled up next to somebody who was talking on their cell phone with their window down in the middle of summer, <laughs> and my radio goes up as loud as it can possibly It just get. seems to get louder for yeah, some reason. and I'm screaming the lyrics along with it <laughs> as I glare over at them awkwardly with my, you know, doing the whole hand thing up to the face. It's like, hey, by the way, you know, shouldn't be doing this. Dream on! You're <laughs> such a dick. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I've pulled up to like a red light and somebody's been sitting there and um I, I, I really like Jimi Hendrix. He's Jimi Hendrix is one of my He's favorite. an okay guitarist. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna slap shit out of you now. <clears throat> Jimi Hendrix is That, that was sarcastic, yeah, by the way. It, I, it I do fucking better be. <clears throat> he saw the Sorry. red look on my face and you know my blood pressure went up. And then I'm thinking <laughs> everybody listening to this right now. I, I, hope, no, I hope none fuck. of you like broke your phone yeah, or fuck anything. This, guy. this moron this ball. First he's a negative Nancy, now he doesn't like Jimi Hendrix. Fuck yeah. Him. Um, I'm really not a huge fan of him, but I appreciate the talent. Oh, yeah. Well, see, my thing is, is like, I hate when people call Elvis the king of rock and roll. He was. So then I I got the point. I came to the point where I decided, I'm like, okay, Elvis can be the king of rock and roll, but Jimi Hendrix is the god of rock and roll. So that's all that matters to me. He's the greatest guitar player that has ever and will ever lived, in my opinion. I don't care what anybody says. You can't change my mind. I 100% disagree with you. Well, you can go fuck yourself for all I care. That's fine. (laughs) So, but no, I was listening to, uh, um... Crosstown Traffic by Jimi Hendrix, one of my favorite songs by Jimi Hendrix. <clears throat> and I pulled up to the light and I'm listening to it and it's like really, like really quiet. It's like, it was like Sunday night and there was a guy in the car next to me and he was like a younger dude. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm Crosstown Traffic, so hard to get through you. And I look over and I see him kind of bobbing his head to the song. Because his window, you know, his windows are down. He's kind his of on windows. His, his windows, his yeah. windows is down. His windows is down. And then he went to the sink and got some water. <laughs> That's crazy. Was that in the back of his car? No. Uh, his no, his windows were down, but he was bobbing his head. And then I noticed he started mouthing the words, so I knew he was listening to it. So then I just turned it up, and he looked over and was like, and then we're sitting there, and we're both just bobbing and like kind of mouthing the words. And it was so awesome because at the cross town traffic, we both started singing it really loud. And then we just started bagging up the light change, and we just went our separate ways. Like I like those moments you That's have. That's cute. I like that. Yeah, we then then like I followed him. We went to a bathroom and made out and had yeah. sex and all that. Um, no, but I like those moments you have when you're driving. Like, have you ever been? You'd be driving 
And for some reason, it's you in the middle, and there's two cars behind you and two cars in front of you, and they've made every single turn you've made for, like, five miles. Like, you just seem to be going to the same place. Okay, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's in a trail, and it just seems like you're part of this wagon train. And then it's you, you either get to your destination, and everybody was going to the store you were going to, or it's you get that thing where... Like half of them turn off the road, and you get sad because you miss your your party. See, I never miss the party. The only thing I miss is <laughs> I, I drive around on a lot of back roads for mm-hmm. work, traveling to different places, and I I almost enjoy a tractor trailer in front of me because everybody else on these roads is 100% familiar with them, and they mm-hmm. want to fly around every yeah. corner. Every corner to me is like a possible death trap. <laughs> so it could be the slightest of curves, but if I can't see around it, I'm yeah. going like 20 all of a sudden. And I, the yes, I am that asshole. Now, if I get comfortable with that area and I drive you that road, I'll, I'll, I'll stay the speed limit. I'll, you know, I'll take it safely and stuff like that. But if I'm not familiar with it, no, I'm, you, I'm you're, grandma. You're glad for it. You're yeah. glad for the slow guy in front of yeah. you. And then it's you start feeling bad, though, because then you have like eight cars lined up behind you. And they're all on your ass. Now, if there's a spot I can pull over, I will pull over. Yeah, I usually try to do that too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just I, I just like these like those weird moments when you're driving. Like you ever have the you know you're driving and you're kind you realize you've been behind the same car for a while, just you and him, and then you start slowing down to let him know I'm not following you home for some reason. Like I'm not a weirdo. I'm not gonna like rape and murder your family. <laughs> like I'm not a, I'm not gonna burglarize you when you go to sleep tonight. I just get weird. I just get weird. See, if I'm on a if I'm on a random drive, I will keep following them through the awkward turns, not all the way to their house, <laughs> but it'll be like we'll get right outside the neighborhood and then I'll keep going straight. Yeah, you know. But just, it's like yeah, but if I mean if you're just doing a drive and you're not going anywhere, then fuck it. Just why not follow the guy yeah, in front? Maybe he'll take you somewhere you don't know. Right, like Corn said, leader. follow the leader. Yeah, follow wow. the leader. Yeah, that yeah, was we, dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. <laughs> we both tried so hard and both just like <laughs> crashed and burned on that one. <laughs> oh, oh, that man. was that was. I I almost speaking of corn, Fieldy, another really good basis. Mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite. But anywho, so I just wanted to see how big his thumbs were. He's got to be so calloused up. Just and because huge. he does, he does metal slap bass. Like I want to see how like you know you know what hammer toe is. Yeah. I, I assume he would is. have hammer thumb. Like he can hammer nails in with his thumb because it's that big. Could you imagine like imagine being a girl and getting fingered by a bass player? <laughs> how bad that would be. Just these giant muscular fingers. Just veiny because they can just move constantly. Uh, I guess they would enjoy it, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a girl. I don't get fingered in my vagina. Yeah, I have no idea how that would play out. So I, I can't help you with that one, Big Ben. I'm sorry. My, my mind is going really weird places. Anyway, so Fieldy, another good taste. Yeah, but I don't even know why I brought him up. Other than the fact that we talked about corn, I'm like, well, this has to go somewhere or it's just yeah, it's totally failure. Uh, you, know, you, know, you know what I've actually been listening to a lot recently? What's that? Is I've been listening to Tool again. Have you? Yeah, like, I, I go through these weird tool phases where, because, I mean, I, you know, I don't know anybody who doesn't like tool. Yeah, that's why awkward you, silence, why because are you, I have I have such mixed feelings about oh tool. I have, and I feel bad for it, because, <laughs> here's the Thanks thing. Thanks for listening to the last episode of the Jurassic Measures podcast. Uh-huh. Here's, here's the thing. Tool ext- See, what happened was... <laughs> ...is extremely talented, right? Love Tool. I love the weirdness of Tool. Yeah. Um, I like their uh, their kind of... 
like no compromisey, like they just do their fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like they don't. I haven't listened to a whole lot of Tool. I believe it's is the album called Enema. Yeah, it's like Anima, Anima. Yeah, it's that like weird that. AE yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, I, I had that album, and I played <clears throat> the shit out of that album. Mm-hmm. I absolutely did. But in the same token, I played the shit out of, like, the first two minutes of every song of that album. Mm-hmm. I could... I, the the only song that I can really sit and listen to all the way through by them is Eulogy. Which one is that? Uh, he had a lot to say. He had a lot. Oh uh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the song about Jesus. Yeah. Basically, that's the only one, and mm-hmm. you know that's a whole other topic. But that I I could really <laughs> sit and listen to the whole, and I would I would repeat that one on quite a few occasions. Yeah. I, lo- I They're really. T- I, it's just too long for me. I can't. See, I I love artists who released seven eight minute like dream theater songs. You know, like they're they're like eight minutes long, and it's just like you know. Um, what's the like alternative like rock rock shit where it's like you know you're halfway through the song and you're like is this a new track is this the next song or is this the same song it just didn't sound anything like the last song like I love that man I just love like my I really like um Ten Thousand Days which was the album that came out a couple years ago um like two thousands like mid two early to mid two thousands um. And I know from what I've heard, there was some Tool fan, like there was a lot of Tool fans who didn't dig that one as much. They were like, you know, it's their worst album, but it's still okay or whatever. Like it's still a good album, but it's the worst. Yeah, and I really liked it because there's a lot of those really like weird ambient songs on that album. Like actually, my actual favorite song on that album is a song called Lost Keys. And it's it's if you're familiar with the album, it's a it's like a 10 minute instrumental song of just this really somber guitar playing with, like, hustle. I played it for you before, remember? You had headphones on, you're like, it just sounded, like, mess to you because you couldn't concentrate yes. on one thing. Yes. <clears throat> um, and it's, I just like that, like, I love to just put that on in the background while I'm doing stuff. Um, like, my favorite is playing, like, Fallout and, like, going through the nuclear wasteland. I'm, I know you probably haven't played Fallout, so. I you haven't. I, I used to play it at your house all the time. But, yeah, I, I, I've seen you play it. And but, uh, I've probably played, like, 20 minutes, half hour of it or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think you, like you that, like made a character on there and goofed around. You were yeah. like, this game's pretty fun. That's how I play most of my games. Yeah. Is, like, I'm, Borderlands came out how long ago? Yeah, years. And it was re- recently free on, with the Xbox Live Gold yeah. or whatever it is. And So I, I've been playing that for like mm-hmm. the last month and I'm still, I, I still don't even have the alien weapons yet. Yeah, it takes a while to get those. I, I, pl- I only get, I get to play like, you know, half an hour a week or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, well, that's your schedule permitting, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's, I mean, you, but you've, like, you seemed like you were always a, let's play this game, or I'll watch you play the game you want to play. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've, you've sat there and watched me play, like, Tomb Raider or Final Fantasy VII Right, I, I love watching people play games. I'll even go on uh, to YouTube and watch Yeah, watch like, Let's Plays and stuff. That's, stuff that's, like that. well, that's a, a big thing is, that's why I think a lot of the Let's Plays, like the Let's Play channels of people that go on there and play video games and people watch the YouTube videos and like Twitch where you stream while you're, you know, live broadcasting. That's where that comes from. You know what I mean? Like I, my, my brother, one of my, my stepbrothers, he used to love watching me play video games. Like he, he would be, he would go, do you bring your Nintendo 64 over? Yeah. Okay. We'll hook it up and start playing because I want to watch it. I don't want to play it. I want to watch you play these certain games that are these story-driven, you know, like Legend of Zelda and, you know, right. uh, Gemini, uh, Jet Force Gemini and shit like that. You know, these story-driven but action games. And he used to love watching me. And I mean, he, 
I, I mean, don't get me wrong, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is one of my favorite games of all time. If not, maybe my favorite. It's like one of the ones where it's like an argument. I can never pick a favorite anything. There's always a discussion of which one could be my favorite. Yeah. And uh, I could see it. My favorite, yeah, I, I was going to say I have a definite one, but no, I don't. <laughs> so, but it's just one of, it was one of those games I've beaten it a billion times, you know, and half of them is because of him making me play it over and over. And he used to just love when I beat it. And I beat it and he'd be like, oh, that was awesome. You know, like, like it was like he finished a movie and he's like, oh, that was awesome. Like, he was just so satisfied just watching me play, you know? Wow. And I think that's where that comes from. It's, and I think it's from a, a thing of people who had older brothers or younger brothers or, you know, you like doing Let's Plays because you like people watching you play because you had a brother who watched you play. Or you like watching people play because you had an older brother who used to play. Like my older stepbrother, because I was the middle of the, you know, my two stepbrothers. And uh, my older one had the Sega Genesis. You know, this was like the 90s and shit. And so it would always be like he'd be sitting there playing like NBA Jam or, you know, Bulls vs. Lakers 97 or some shit like that. And I'd watch him play, you know. And then it was funny because then he'd go spend the night at like a friend's house for the weekend. And then me and my other brother would end up like we'd spend the weekend in his room playing his Genesis and watching his TV. And then he'd come home Sunday night, get out of my room. It's all man. It was great. I haven't been able to get into any – storyline heavy games yeah. in a while because because of my schedule you need time yeah and because like i've tried beating well not, i can't even say i've tried beating i i play i've given assassin's creed black flag a chance mm-hmm. two or three times and i love the game yeah. it is a ton of fun that's my second favorite assassin's creed but by the time i i'll, I'll end up having like three months where i can't spend any time on it yeah and then i don't remember the controls i don't know what i'm trying to do at this point yeah so it's like i might as well start over again and i'll try it out and then it just and, and it it's keeps like oh i don't want to have to sit through all this again and yeah and that's i'm the same way if i'm playing especially like story driven or rpg type games where i'm sitting there and i've i've played the game for like a week straight you know i come home from work or whatever and i sit down and just play it for two or three hours a night and then I either start playing a different game or something comes up and I just can't play some games for a while or whatever, or I go on a movie kick, you know? Um, and then I come back a month later and I'm like, I, I, I come back in and my brain goes blank and I'm like, I have no fucking clue what was going on. And I just start over. Yeah. See, I I hate coming back to files. What I've tried doing with borderlands is when I start to get to that point with it, I'll try playing it for like 10 minutes. And, and just, just to and just do like one mission, and it was funny because last night uh, I was talking to you on the phone yeah. as I was playing it, and I just <laughs> it was like a two and a half hour phone conversation. Yeah. You'd think after a two and a half phone hour, con- two and a half hour phone conversation, we wouldn't be able to sit here and babble about incoherent bullshit. But yeah. we find a way. But I, uh, would I tell you what level I got to last night? Like twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. You're playing Mordecai, right? Mordecai, sniper, yeah. sniper pistol guy. Yeah, yeah. and I, I realize. With how little I've been able to play in so long, <laughs> going with a sniper was such a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would have recommended if I if you if you had asked me like who you should play, mm-hmm. basing on I knew you didn't have time to sit down and play every day, I probably would recommend either Lilith the Siren or mm-hmm. Roland the Soldier. Uh, Roland's my favorite, the Soldier, because yeah. that fucking turret's just OP as fuck. Yeah, I, I really. I, when I made the decision, I kind of knew I was screwing myself to a degree. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to make it impossible on myself, mm-hmm. but I knew it was going to be a lot more difficult because 
the the coordination it's once you get it down you're good yeah. but getting it down yeah and, sniping in Borderlands is probably one of the most annoying things to readapt to and I don't know remember what the name of the sniper rifle I have is but it only has five shots and it takes almost a full second in between shots yeah it's it's a it's a really slow fire rate one but it's like crazy damage yeah. on it's like almost 500 damage on it compared to all the other ones that mm-hmm. I've seen which are 170 yeah. and stuff like that and they so, have like you know Anywhere from three to eight rounds, but they fire really quick. Yeah, but I go with it because I'm like, well, if I can just get the shot. If I hit, it'll kill him, but yeah. I have to hit, you know? But, you know, because I got, like, some of the critical modifiers and stuff yeah. like that through the skill points and stuff. And at least I think I do. He's, I don't know. He's really fun to be a sniper as with a group of people. Like, I could I, imagine. I would recommend... I mean, because we... I mean... It, once those little bastards start running after you... Oh, yeah. It's, they're, it's, now now you're, you're done. <laughs> I mean, like, you're no longer doing the sniper. And yeah. so... But the other big thing is the revolver. Well, of course, we go back to hand-eye coordination. Yeah. So I've got, I don't know, six, eight shots in the revolver. I never know. But whatever it is, I get, like, one or two use, hits out of the bolt. Use a repeater. I like repeaters better. Yeah, but... My class is supposed to be for the revolver man. I'm trying to stay true to Mordecai. Doesn't his abilities work for revolver? It's just pistols, isn't it? It's no, it's revolvers. Oh, it specifically it's says revolvers. For some aspects of it, I that think I, I'm pretty sure. I yeah, saw. I, never, I think I got him to like maybe like level 25 if I've ever played him. Yeah. And then I always just played as Roland and Lilla. Yeah, so. it's I I enjoy it though, but. I, See the problem. The problem with border the games like Borderlands now is like okay they they gave it to us for free like two months like a month and a half two months ago, but nobody plays it online that like that. Like you go online and you like try to jump into a game, and the only thing you see is like people are level one, level five. You know, like I I have a max level character and I wanted to go in and like there's like this giant boss you can fight at the end of one of the DLCs called Chromarax. Okay. It's kind of like a raid boss. You know, you get four people together and you got to really work hard and do it well, or you can be a dickhead and get modded guns that kill them in one shot. But if you use those, don't ever join my games. Um, just because it's boring. I'd rather struggle and fight and, and right win. that's the thing with borderlands like because i'm so bad <laughs> at shooters like that right now yeah um, it's and it's not because you're bad at shooters like we played call of duty before and i did right, really and, good and when and it's I just you're play, out of practice you just yeah when i can type for a bit i i can be decent yeah. you know but i i've come across some bosses and i've died so many times mm-hmm. and have run out of ammo options yeah and then i'm like and then I'm lost, and so I can't figure out where to go because <laughs> it was some like underground thing. You had to go through all this area and all to get to some big monster that you had to fight that mm-hmm. charged after you the whole time. And I, oh, yeah, it was it was a mess. So that's kind of that's kind of like half the bosses like fight like that. Yeah, by the time I yeah, I got to the end, I guns. think I had like six sniper rifle bullets left, and that was it. I ran out of SMG assault, yeah. and it, well, that's that's why you if you're playing by yourself. You want to try and... Every class has an ability to regenerate ammo somehow. Like, you can get either, like, a class mod or there's an ability where you can regenerate ammo. That's what you want to do. Because it's... if you're Especially if you're playing by yourself. See, if you played with my soldier, you'd never be out of ammo. Cause right, because you're... Uh, you set it up. And yeah, I mean, you pretty much... We pretty much have infinite ammo. Yeah, now, like, I think my bloodling or bloodline... Bloodwing? Yeah, blo- um, whatever. I think his name's Bloodwing. Yeah, something like that. He's the one that really killed the boss for me. I just, <laughs> just I got to a point. Just waiting. I could, I could run, get. I, I had a pattern down by the end of it <laughs> that I could avoid getting hit enough <laughs> to just throw it out there and yeah. let it. And just, let him just hit him a couple dude, times. It took me like two hours to beat yeah. him because I had no mods Ugh, on him at this point, and it was one of those situations where I probably got to this boss way quicker than I should have. 
like, so, in, like in Fable. Yeah, I played I played Fable for like half an hour, the first Fable, and ended up at the arena. Yeah, if you're familiar with Fable, like you get to you go through the whole thing in Albion, and then you go to fucking Not Whole Glade, and you end up at the arena after all the werewolf shit, and it's like. You know, that takes a long time because you sit there and you do the quests, you do the side missions, you try to find weapons, you know, you, you gear up. I wake up, and he is another one of those things where he, he basically cut out of school and came to my house, and I was sleeping, and wakes me up and goes, hey, I skipped school, can I come in? Yes. And then I, I roll over, and he's playing uh, Fable, and I'm like, I'm like, are you at the arena? I'm like, are you playing my file? No, no, this is the file I started. When did you start that file? This morning. I'm like, Jesus, dude, how'd you get to that? Well, I kind of just ran through all the main missions, and so then he's like, I just can't beat this. I've died, like, ten times in a row. And I've still got, like, the first sword (laughs) and everything. I'm like, give it to me. I'll try. And I'm going, I'm like, wow, you're doing no... I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And I go into his thing, and he he has, like, an iron sword. He has shit wet armor, so he's dying in, like, three hits. He has, like, no health upgrade. I'm like... Well, no wonder! <laughs> and of course, the arena you can't just get out of. Once you're there, you're in it. And I'm like, I'm like, when's the last time you spent your XP? You're like, XP? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's got like 30,000 XP saved up because he hasn't spent any. I was like, Jesus, dude. Ugh. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, there's, that's why, I, that's why I love how there's all kinds of different games like that where you can, you know, you have games that you can jump, like, like Tetris is a great game for just jumping on, playing for 20 minutes. You know, play a couple games. You're talking about old school Tetris. Just Tetris. Okay. Yeah. Or yeah. New, yeah, there's different. There's a lot of different versions. Well, of I'm, I'm not. I I just didn't know if there was some new game out called Tetris, but it was. No, Tetris is still Tetris. Line. Yeah, okay. it's still the same. Tetris. I didn't know if that was that far yeah, out of no. the loop. Actually, back uh, in my day, we yeah. had the Tetris. A little Russian Game Boy game. And it it wasn't even colored. <laughs> Tetris was gray on gray on white. Yes. No, but uh, <clears throat> there's actually some really, really cool, like, competition Tetris videos you can watch on, like, YouTube and shit. I had no idea they did competition. Oh, it's insane. Like, Grandmaster shit. It, it's like a there's... ranking. It's called Grandmaster Tetris, like, rankings, uh, like a ranking system. <clears throat> and it's, I mean, there's situations where you're playing, and then all the blocks turn invisible. So you have to memorize your stack. Oh, that's nuts. So you've got six lines of blocks lined up with some holes and some bumps here, you know, peaks and valleys. And then all of a sudden, like, a power-up hits, and your entire stack turns invisible, and the only thing you can see is where your block's going to land. So it's like you have to, you know, because they have, like, a shadow at the bottom, right. and it tells you I where it's going to go. And uh, it's like, and, and I mean, I'm still talking, people are going, slamming blocks down constant. It's insane. I love it, dude. How long does that last? Oh, they'll get through that to the next part. Okay, but I, oh, so it's, it's oh, it's uh, it depends it on the game. Out. It depends on the game. Like wow. some some modes are it's only invisible. Some modes are it's like a thirty second debuff. Some modes are like it's a versus thing. Like you pick up a power up and it makes it happen to the other player or both. It's ridiculous, dude. The Tetris Grandmaster shit is. I'm, I'll show you some cool like some of my favorite clips of it. They're you know like short versions. So what are some newer games that are out that are good right now? Well, um, let's see. It's. Right now, I think the biggest games out are The Division, which you saw me play. Yeah. That's the Tom Clancy game. Which, yeah, you um, got mad at me about that one. <laughs> so I kept shooting the dog I know, or something. I'm like, stop killing the animals. You're being a jerk. You're supposed to be a good guy. It wouldn't guy. kill them. I just... I know, but still, it's for the principle of the thing. Stop yeah. killing the animals. Um, but you know you were the guy in Fable that kicked the chickens. Well, I kicked it a couple times. It was funny, but I didn't kill them. I just punted them across the, you know, the farmyard, and that was it. Yeah. So, but now um, the division's out right now. That one's pretty big. Um, <clears throat> the recent games. 
that just came out are like like last year was you know the end of last year was Fallout Four, okay. um, which was amazing you know great really good game um, slightly underwhelming compared to like Fallout Three and New Vegas like content wise I think they could have put a little bit more missions and stuff but still great and looks looks amazing on the Xbox One and the 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 PS4 and the PC version you know what I mean yeah. um, I can't believe Destiny is still doing what it's doing yeah f- oh, fucking Destiny. I got roped into that early and got to I got to a point with that where it was see Destiny is basically like Halo but an RPG. It's like Halo and Borderlands. Okay. It plays like Halo, like a space marine adventure kind of thing, but it's Borderlands. And it's a total ripoff too, because it's like if you look at the creatures from Destiny, it's like you have the Covenant in, in Halo, and that's basically the the main bad guys from Destiny, like the um I can't remember what they're called now because I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, it's fine. Um because I finally got out of it. Um Let's say because there's Within the last month or so, even a new update, and it was... Yeah, there's like a new huge update. It was this big battle between uh, whether Destiny's new update was going to be able to compete with Divisions, and I think that was the same day that uh, Dark Souls 3... Oh, Dark Souls 3 came out. Yeah. Yeah. And the funniest thing is, is that the two updates for Destiny and the Division, they both sucked. It didn't matter. They weren't major content updates, so they were just stupid updates. It didn't matter. Um, but that's the thing with Destiny that made me mad was like I started playing in the beginning and the story mode was a pain in the ass like going through and doing the story missions because the game has no fucking story. There's no fucking story. And if you played Destiny and you're listening to this, you understand what I'm saying. There's a thing called the light. It's, it's the traveler. It's this giant light that came to Earth and saved Earth. I don't know what it did. I don't know how it saved Earth. I don't know where it came from. I don't know why it's there. I don't know what the darkness is that it's there to combat actually is. All I know is that if you're in a zone where the darkness is and you die, it's like you don't get a checkpoint. You, you don't respawn. You have to start back at a checkpoint. Huh. That's all it is. Um, it's bullshit. The game sucks. It's a pain in the ass. But like I said, I got roped into it. Yeah, because you were even after you had beat it, you would still get on there almost every yeah, day. I had to. I had to because like I had I have, the dumb little. Yeah, I have like online friends who are like, oh, we you know we got to do this raid. We need your help. I'm like, well, I already beat the raid. I don't care. And they're like, yeah, but we need you. I'm like, ah, oh, stop trying to rely on me. <laughs> stop giving me you know reasons to play this game. Go level yourself up. Yeah. So, but then it got to the point where thankfully we hit the, the wall of the major content, and it was like. They all started getting tired of it, so then I was able to kind of slip out of the game. Right. And then we all moved to the division, and it's like I've already stopped playing the division because I just got bored with it. And then, like the, they 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 finally released their incursion. It's like their big. It's like their version of a raid. Okay. You know, like a big. You know, a raid is supposed to be like a, a, a larger group of players that go together and fight and a giant. And have to really work together. Yeah, like and fight all. giant enemies or giant bosses or like a really hard dungeon or group or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, it ended up just being like a survival thing, like a bullshit, pull, like pain in the ass. Like Mad Moxie's Underdome, if you're familiar with that from Borderlands. Like, it's just bullshit. It makes me mad. But uh, the game of 2015, in my opinion, better than Fallout 4, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love fucking Bethesda. I love Fallout and Morrowind and Oblivion and all that shit. Like, you know, the Elder Scrolls games. Uh, but in my opinion, the game of 2015 was Metal Gear Solid 5. Why? Because... That game, first of all, it's Metal Gear Solid, which from the beginning has been extremely well written and thought out. <clears throat> and I love it because it's one of those series where, you know, you have Metal Gear Solid 1, Metal Gear Solid 2, and then Metal Gear Solid 3 is 
a completely different timeline with a different character. You're not playing a solid Snake. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those games, but you're still Snake, and it's, so it's confusing at first. If you is know it like the James on. Bond thing, where James Bond is basically just the term? For... Well, instead of being like, like yeah, like uh, you know, the argument is or the which, 007. Maybe yeah, the argument with James Bond is is like what a lot of people consider is 007 is the 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 the, the, code the code name for whoever is the agent at the time. They're not supposed to all be the same person. But then there are people who like really pick apart the movies and they're like, oh well, you know, these were two different actors who played James Bond, but this Bond talks about this Bond's wife who died or something. So it's it's stupid though. Yeah. Who cares? Um, with Snake. But with Snake, it's it's the same thing except it's two people. It's you have Big Boss who was Snake, and then you had Solid Snake who was trained by Big Boss, and he took the name, and then. Uh, you know, but then Big Boss got the name Boss from the woman who trained him, the soldier from, you know, like the end of like World War Two ish into like Vietnam. You know, she was the boss, and she trained Snake, and then gave him the name Boss when he had to kill her for some spoiler alert for a game that came out like you know, fifteen years ago. But uh, no, but with, and with Metal, with Metal Gear Solid Five, the whole thing about Metal Gear Solid Five was they you knew it was the last game because. Fucking um, Konami is being dickheads for some reason. They decided let's take these huge franchises that people love that we didn't completely fuck up over the years. Like they made some mistakes with Silent Hill and shit like that. Like Silent Hill, I think three is the one a lot of people don't like. Two is the one really everyone loves, and one is like the the original, so everyone likes it for that. Um, but with Konami, they they got to a point where they just went fuck it. They just said fuck it. Like okay. They, everyone who's probably familiar with PT, which was an interactive trailer for the new Silent Hills game they were going to make. Okay. And it was going to be that guy, Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. It was the, you know, Daryl from The Walking Dead. It was going to be starring him, Norman Reedus, not Daryl, the character Daryl, but Norman Reedus. And it was produced by Hideo Kojima and the guy, um... Uh, what is his name? Uh, the Spanish director who did Pan's Labyrinth and the Hellboy movies. Um, that yeah yeah what is it his was name? the it, it, the one guy. Um, um, he, I always and I always want to say Benicio del Toro, which is an director. actor who's totally not him. Um, um, yeah, the director. Go ahead, keep keep going. With anyway, the point, though. Um, um, but anyway, it was going to be made by them. He was going to direct it. It was going to star Norman Reedus, and then it was going to be uh, Hideo Kojima was producing it and was going to work like help work on the gameplay. And that's the cool thing is, as a producer, he gets hands fucking on with games. He doesn't he doesn't just sit in the back. If I had to guess off the top of my head, would it be uh, something like Guillermo uh, uh, yeah. uh, del Toro or something? Yeah, like Guillermo that? del Toro. Is yeah, that's yeah. why I always think Benicio del Toro. I, don't, yeah. I wonder if they're related. I have no idea. Anyway, um, it was going to be produ- like directed by him. But Hideo Kojima, as a producer, is always hands-on with the games. And what I love about him is he's one of those dudes that he always comes up with these ridiculous, over-the-top ideas that there's no way they could implement it in the game. But he listens to his subordinates when they're like, we can't do that. And he goes, oh, okay. You know, like, he's... Uh, for all the stories I've heard about fucking Hideo Kojima, he's awesome. And I love him. And I don't care about Silent Hills and horror games, but I was totally going to play Silent Hills because of him. Huh. Like, just because he was going to produce it. And then they decided... Um, let's cancel it and focus on the casino slot machine games that we make instead because then we make more money doing that. And then let's say fuck uh, Metal Gear Solid and this will be the last game ever, 
you know. So, but what about it has made it your favorite? Because you, oh, you still have yet well, to get to that. Oh point. yeah, I'm sorry. Um, well, Metal, with Metal Gear Solid Five playing it, like I said, first of all, it's the final one. Okay. And it's the connecting loop in the story. It it finishes out the story. You know what I mean? So it, it, it finishes the thread. It gives so, you the missing information. So when you beat it, it's you feel complete. You have the entire story now. Okay. You understand everything. And it had this... Okay, spoiler alerts, but I'm going to fucking talk about it. I try not to talk about spoiler alerts for things that are still recent, but I don't care. I want to fucking talk about this game because I love it. Um, and if you've paid attention to the fucking series, if you're a fan of the series, you know what happens anyway. It's just this gives you a lot of the blank parts you didn't know about. You play as a guy who is... Um, Basically, he's Big Boss. Like, you start the game, and you're Big Boss. And the whole thing is, they're changing... They're going to use plastic surgery to change your look so that the bad guys can't find you because there's, like, this government organization that kind of went rogue, and they're coming after you. And so they, they're going to change your appearance and everything. Well, you play through the whole game, and you're Big Boss, and you're going through, and you're doing all the shit, and you start up your, your PMC, and you're going through all these things. And then at the end of the game, after you solve the problem, you stop the military force that's coming after you... There's this moment, and like I said, you already knew this, and that's what I loved about how they conveyed it because it was like, you already know what's going to happen, but we're gonna we're gonna make it still a theatrical thing, and so it was the way they did the reveal, not the reveal that was like, oh, that was fucking cool. Um, you find out in the end that you're not Big Boss, you're another guy who worked for Big Boss. You were one of his soldiers. You were a surgeon, and you worked with his PMC and everything like that. And they basically, through hypnosis and plastic surgery, they made you look like Big Boss, and they um, they hypnotize you to think you're Big Boss because you've been with him for so long. You know a you lot know of his history. You know his history, of, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, like if I could transform into you and look like Paul, like I look like Paul, I sound like Paul, I could act like Paul because I've known you for so long. Right. There'd be things that I'd be sketchy on, you know, because there might be some things I don't know right, here and it there. Wouldn't be an exact, but I could still, but I could still hold a conversation with people that you many, know, and yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, okay, it's Paul," you know. Um, so anyway, that at the end, the reveal is, you know, like I said, it's not that he's not Big Boss; it's how they did it. And the coolest thing was is that at the end of it, um, you find a cassette tape that was given to you by Big Boss, and you were conditioned not to listen to it until the right time. So then the fu- the very final cutscene, you have to beat everything and, and get like 100% everything and get all the stuff and blah, 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 blah. The very final cutscene that you unlock is him listening to the cassette tape. And it's through Big Boss's words, it's almost, to me, this is the way I interpreted it, was it was Hideo Kojima's goodbye saying, we built this legacy. I'm not Big Boss. We're Big Boss. We built this legacy together. And it's like, it feels like he's talking to you. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And so, so do you think that he did it that way where you're not big boss in the end? Cause I, I've played pieces of the, I know you, I know you played, you played part of, no, you played part of the one that you're three. considering one is metal gear solid. The first one was on the Nintendo. Okay. The first yeah, two were on Nintendo. The third one was actually on PlayStation. PlayStation Two. Two. It came out after Metal Gear Solid. See what I mean? The series jumps around. It's fucking yeah, weird. But um, do you think that they did it that way, where you, as their way of getting the message across, where they were like, "No, we we really want to do this whole goodbye thing, and we think the best way to do it would be really interesting if we made you somebody other than Big Boss." Well, well, no, because the original reason that it happens is because that's what happens in the story. Um, to, to go extremely quick with this and not dwell on it. Uh, okay. The first Metal Gear, you play as Solid Snake, 
uh, you were trained by Big Boss, and he's sending you into a place called Outer Heaven to, uh, or no, Zanzibar Land. I think this is Zanzibar Land. You're going into Zanzibar Land because you've heard that there's like a nuclear setup, and they have this new weapon called Metal Gear. That's what the first game's called Metal Gear. Um, and unfortunately, if you played the NES version and not the, the actual original Japanese version on the Japanese computer, they took out all the Metal Gear shit, but it's still called Metal Gear, so you play the NES one and you have no idea what the fuck Metal Gear is. You never fight it. Like, it's actually the final boss in the game. Um, but the second to last boss in the game is Big Boss. You find out he's actually a bad guy. He's talking to you the whole time on your radio, but he's actually the bad guy. He's the one who set up the PMC and was building the nuclear weapons and all that. And you kill him, and then in Metal Gear 2, it's revealed he wasn't Big Boss. He was the imposter. The guy you play as in Metal Gear Solid 5. So you knew that this guy existed for a long time. And if you paid attention to the timelines, you're like, oh, okay, well, this is like the 70s into the 80s. So you like it's after Vietnam, and then it goes into the 80s. So you know this is, I think his name is uh, Punished Snake. He's, he's a, you know, his name, his code name is Snake, but he's Punished Snake is his name. Um, and so you know you're playing as him, and you, like, like, I knew the whole game, I'm not Big Boss. I'm Venom Snake or Punished Snake or whatever they call him. Um, it, but like I said, I think the ending, though, the reveal was the thing where they went, we can use this as, like, the goodbye. Okay. And it's just the speech that Hideo Kojima, that Big Boss gives you that I believe is channeling Hideo Kojima's words is like, you know, we did this. This is our legacy together. You know, I couldn't have done it without you. You know, I made this series for you, but I couldn't have done it without you. And it's and, and the whole story's great, you know, going through and fighting fucking Skullface and all that. And it's an and the, the game itself, it's like when you played The Division, you had no fucking clue what was going on. You just enjoyed playing it. It was right. fun. You you could totally sit down and start playing Metal Gear 5, had no clue what's going on, and love it because of the gameplay. Okay, that's what I was going to ask, because you, you've been very, very story-oriented yeah. on your reasoning for loving it, so I was just going to yeah. ask... Well, the story was the, the most important part, in my opinion, but then the gameplay was awesome, too. So. Okay, so now, is that a game that if, for me, I, I don't remember anything about them, yeah. the Metal Gears and all that? Yeah, like I said, I know you played through the first, you played through the first, like, maybe two hours of Metal Gear Solid, because I made you sit down and play it one night, because yeah. um, that was during our PlayStation, PlayStation 2 kick, mm-hmm. like, during high school, and uh, I, you know, like, we were, that was, I bought, and basically I went to um, either, like, a GameStop, or they still had Funko Lands back then, or maybe it was the Farmer's Market, and I bought, like, all these fucking PS1 games for, like, five bucks a piece, and I got really lucky and found a copy of, like, Metal Gear Solid, Tomb Raider 2, which is my favorite Tomb Raider, um, Final, I had Final Fantasy 7, um, Breath of Fire 3 I had already, because they were just games I kept from my childhood, because I loved them, um, and I sat you down and made you play a couple of them, and I, you know, I knew you didn't like Tomb Raider because of the controls, but I loved Tomb Raider, and I hated the controls too, but I just still liked it, I, I dealt with it because I liked it, but you, you played through, like, the first, like, maybe hour and a half, two hours, like, you got into the complex and all that, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if you don't remember anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't, but I I do remember enjoying the games. Mm-hmm. Like like back in the day it used to be PlayStation magazine and uh and one of, and they always came with a demo. Yeah, and PSM, I, yeah. So I, one of them had a demo for whatever Metal Gear Solid. Probably Metal Gear Solid 2. Where it, it I think it was the it was actually the disc that had um you were on a tanker ship. Yes. Right? With the Russian soldiers? Yeah. That's the beginning of Metal Gear Solid 2 for the PS2. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I, I remember you talking about playing. You're like, I played this game that sounded familiar. And I, I remember I was like, oh, remember that was the game? It was it was almost like top-down, mm-hmm. a soldier game that you played. That was Metal Gear Solid 1. And this one is kind of more, like third it has top-down, but then it has third-person elements yeah. in it and all that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I I just I remember really enjoying. I played the the hell out of that demo. Yeah, Metal like, Gear Two. If I played the game as much as I played the demo, yeah. I would have beat it like three times. Oh yeah, yeah. Metal Gear Solid Two was really good. The only thing that people hated about it was is you don't play a snake the entire time. Uh, about you get through that first part, and then you start playing as another guy called Raiden or Raiden or however you want to call it. Um, and then it turns out it's this whole story about a training op for him and blah 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 blah. But it was still a good game. It's, but, it didn't take away. But from what it. I was what I was. Uh, meaning to ask that I, I keep oh, yeah. sidetracking we, myself. Yeah, we, and you wait, sorry. We're you side- never help with that. I don't help with the sidetrack at all. You bring up a point and then I add on five things but and keep going. Is, would I be able to just pick up five and play Absolutely. it? Absolutely. And would, this, would the story – do you think that what, I'd be able to get through the story or would I be so confused because of not knowing anything else? No, that what, would weird. what would happen is you would completely understand the story that is involved with this character. Okay. You would understand – you were this guy, like, through playing, starting from the, if you started from the beginning and played all the way through to the end, you would pick up these elements. You're not Big Boss. Eventually, you learn you're not Big Boss. Okay. You were changed to look like him to cover his tracks so he could disappear. Um, but you'd know there's a government organization called XOF, which you were part of a group called Fox. Like, and they became uh, Fox the Am. anti-Fox. And XOF, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you you'd understand Skullface and where XOF come from and all of that, and the uh, the fucking creepy bad guy things. I forget what they're called, the soldiers. Um, like you'd understand that game. Okay. That game you'd have no problem with. And what it would be, it would be like one of those things where it's like, okay, there's a you you you'd understand there's a lot of lore here, mm-hmm. and there's something that you you don't know about, and you'd probably research. And that's when you'd go and play the other games. Okay, you know, because that's what happened to me with um. I had a friend along, like when I was little, who had Metal Gear for the Nintendo, and I always like I'd get through the jungle part and get to the complex, and I had no fucking clue what was going on. You know what I mean? Because I was like a kid, I was like eight, you know, and it was like I didn't know. But the one that I first got into into was Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation, and then when I started finding out the lore, then I went on like this like, well, I gotta I gotta keep playing these games and try to play and the older figure ones. Figure out what, yeah, yeah. So for the longest time, like it was like I had never played the original Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two, the full versions. And then thankfully, when they released like Metal Gear Solid Three and Substance, which was it had like Peace Walker, the PSP version one, and it had Metal Gear Solid Two and all that. It had Metal Gear One and Metal Gear Two for the NES on there, the original versions, but translated. Hmm. So you got to play the actual versions and of Metal you got Gear. To- Metal Fight Metal Gear at the end of the first one, and there's a little bit of stuff they took out of the second one, I think, and it was just weird. So, but yeah, no, it, it's totally something you could pick up. You okay. know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, you wouldn't be in the dark the whole time going, "What the fuck is happening?" You know what I mean? So, because like, you know, like they introduced like, you know, uh, I call him McDonald Miller because that's the name he he goes. He has like multiple names. He's a guy. His name is Mac Miller. Uh, his real name is Kazuhira Miller. He's like half German, half Japanese, or something like that, and. uh you know, from the games that I played originally, he was always McDonald Miller, and they called him Mac. And then with this one, they kind of really hit hard on the Kazuhira. So, but I call him McDonald Miller. So, um, but like you know, it kind of gives you the information about where him and Snake met and all that. Him and Big Boss met, I should say. And and there's also like primers that'll pop up, like loading screens and shit. They're like, you know, you know, uh, you know, Kazuhira and Big Boss were through many wars together, and they're all gotcha. Those those loading screens where it actually gives you more information. It gives you story information the, and yeah. gameplay shit. Yeah. You know, so I yeah, you enjoy could, those. You could totally pick it up. Yeah, because it helps. It it like I I love when there's like a thing you find out from those that you never would have figured out. 
Yeah, like so, shooting the spider spider ants in the head disorients them because you got to shoot them in the fucking tail and they never want to. <laughs> it's near impossible to get yeah. behind some of them. Yeah, you shoot you shoot them. The, he's talking about Borderlands. Yeah. You shoot the spider ants in the forehead, which they have. They don't take damage in the forehead, but what it does if you hit them in the forehead enough, it, it or disorients them. They spin around and then you can shoot them in the ass, which is their weak spot. Yeah, and I've had them spin around on me before, <laughs> and I never knew why. Yeah. Because I'd shot them in the body, in the head, you know, yeah. countless times before that, and never seemed to get that to happen. Yeah. And then it would happen. I'm like, man, something's wrong with that one, but I like it. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. So, but I love I love when you like there's like those little things like that, and that's what I love about Metal Gear. By the way, that's something you would appreciate. Is Metal Gear is like that with like all the games. There's there's always these little nuanced things, like realistic kind of things like that, where it's like, oh, if you shoot the guy, you know, in the head. Because I remember when we talked about Metal Gear Solid Two, the demo you played, that was the thing you loved was. You'd walk up to the guard and you'd sneak up behind him and you'd pull your gun and aim at him and he'd go freeze. And the guy would go, huh, and put his hands mm-hmm. up. And if you didn't keep him in a state where he knew you were going to shoot him, he'd try to reach for his gun or his radio. Yeah. But then you could shoot his radio and it wouldn't work. You could shoot him in the leg and eventually he'd fall asleep and, you know, all kinds of shit. Like, Metal Gear has always been one of those games like that where there's always those little things where you're like, wow, this is a really cool little aspect. And in high school, one of our friends, I don't remember which one it was, let me borrow whatever the new one was at the time for PlayStation 2. And I didn't end up playing it as much as I would have liked to because we were on the whole wrestling games kit. Oh, yeah. And But <laughs> I just – it was like you were running through some – it was it seemed Jungle? as if it was an office building or something oh, like that. A Metal Gear? Uh-huh. Was it a Metal Gear game or a different game? Metal Gear Solid. Of I think an office building. I, it probably wasn't an office building, but there were a bunch of guards and stuff around, mm-hmm. and you could like toss them in a locker and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And no, that's probably the uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 with the tanker ship. Because the other one was Metal Gear Solid 3, and that one took place in the jungle. Yeah, it and definitely like wasn't complexes. in the jungle. It was, it so was, it was more either, building-oriented. Yeah, it was either Metal Gear Solid 2 or you're getting your games mixed up. I'm not getting my games mixed up. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid because 2. Because I, I just I remember very vividly that it was a Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah. Which one, I don't remember. But it had the, um, the aspects that I really enjoyed from the demo of... Mm-hmm kidnapping them kind of deal and stuff like Knocking that. Knocking them out hiding the bodies. Yeah. You know what it probably was? It's because you weren't completely into it. It's probably you got through the tanker and got to the riding part, and you're like, now I'm playing as this fucking piss ant that I have no fucking clue who he is. Because at least with Solid Snake, you knew who he was because I, like, I gave him credibility to mm-hmm. you. He's this badass dude. So, And then there's that whole thing of, uh, did you ever see like, Escape from New York or Escape from L.A. with Russell Crowe? Or not Russell Crowe, Kurt Russell. No. He plays Snake Plissken. No, but I'm I'm no, I did see one of them. I stayed up in late in the middle of the night one night and watched it. It was on TV, but I can't remember anything about it because I was dead tired. Yeah. Uh, I remember I think it was New York, and I remember really enjoying it, but couldn't tell you apart from the movie yeah. other than I enjoyed it. Yeah, the the first one is is considered the better one because it's like one of those like really good '80s action films. Uh, the second one, a lot of people didn't like, but I liked it. So it's it's kind of hard for me not to like a movie, though. So that kind of gives you, a, you know, like I like shitty movies for, for good reasons and bad reasons. So like I can find enjoyment with anything. But uh, now uh, there's a whole thing where it's like, you know, he's he's his character in that in, in Escape from L.A. is Snake Plissken. OK. And then with Solid Snake in the second one, when you're playing as him on the tanker, when you um, switch over to 
uh, Raiden, and you meet Solid Snake on the tanker, but he tells you his name is Pliskin. Wow. So there's okay. the, and there's this there's whole thing. Like a connection there. They both have like kind of mullets thing. and eye patches eventually, and she, so it's like this thing where I think it's um, I want to say that um, Snake eventually got modeled after Kurt Russell's character, not the other way around. Like because Metal Gear One and Two, I think came out before. Or I think Metal Gear One came out before Escape from New York. Um, but then the second one was in the nineties. So, but I think eventually he started modeling more towards Snake Plissken. So, huh. yeah, but I just, I fucking love Metal Gear. That's an it's, interesting piece of info. Yeah. Metal Gear is, Metal Gear is definitely one of those series that, um, it's one of those series that, uh, I, I really like it's, I cherished it. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I followed my whole life and it's like, I grew up with those games. Like I said, you know, the first one I played was Metal Gear. You know, like I said, I didn't get to get into it as much as I wanted to. And then around like 96, you know, when Metal Gear Solid came out on the PlayStation, I started playing that. And then from then on, it's been just in the fucking stories and then going back and playing the other ones. So, but I don't know. And there's, there's other games that have recently come out and shit, but I don't like, that's the thing is I don't remember them. Because they either were, I just beat them and threw them to the wayside, or they weren't good, or whatever. They, you know? they didn't have that thing to, to keep it keep memorable. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, gameplay now is so easy for it seems like it seems like they've got almost a uh, they they figured out the formula for gameplay for the most mm-hmm. part. If it's a shooter, we'll keep our controls and our system like this. Or like yeah. this, or like this, and there's three different models yeah. that are pretty much yeah, it's, used. It's, it's Call of Duty, Halo, or um, Tom Clancy's like Rainbow Six, Rainbow, yeah. third person-y kind of shit. Um, not the first person Tom Clancy's, because uh, those were unplayable in my opinion. The controls were terrible. Um, but it's like, yeah, no, it's it's they always they always kind of have this guideline, but that's kind of a good thing. No, it's great because you can pick up a game. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, I was talking earlier about uh, with. Black Flag, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, and because the controlling the ship is so outside of the realm yeah. of anything that I'm used to playing, yeah. it's hard to do. But the running around fighting and all, mm-hmm. I can figure it out because it's you know yeah. only with so well, many options, and your fingers just kind of know. Yeah. Well, you've played like I remember you played Assassin's Creed One, which pissed me off. Yeah, you played Assassin's Creed One is the first game. Of, I am not one of those guys that. <laughs> tries to do the achievements. I am not. Yeah. I am not an achievement whore. But Assassin's Creed 1 was the first game I said, I am going to get every, every achievement, achievement for this game. And knowing how that game works, you picked a bad one. Yeah. Those fucking flags are the most annoying thing. There's an achievement for it. You have to get all the flags in every city, and there's like 50 of them. And the only way you could find them is if you had a map from online or the strategy guide had a map in it. And I used a printed out map from online. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to use a map. I'm tired of this. I'm just going to get a map and do it. And I printed out a map from online and I followed the map to the T and everyone was like, this map's the best map. It's very detailed. It's like, it's very large. So it's easy to pick out exactly where the flag is. And I went through, collected every flag in order and it still didn't give me the achievement. And it still said I was missing like five flags. And I got to the point where I was like, fuck it. And I threw my controller down and I never played it again. Yeah, for me it glitched and half the shit disappeared. Oh, Jesus. So it wasn't even possible. Oh, man. It was just like half, half the side missions and... Yeah, um, yeah that's the problem, Whatever man. those little... Because there was like the flags you had to get and I feel like there was a few other Kill, Probably killing the Templars? Yeah, the temp. It yeah. was just so much stuff vanished. 
And I'm like, are you I know. fucking kidding me? Yeah, the first one was notorious for glitches on that. So I, I never beat it. I never even beat it after that. Mm. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and it was the first of that style kind of deal, at least that I had come across. Well, it was it was it was different. It was it was it was a third person action game which, with some yeah. stealth elements. Which okay, there's a billion of those. But in my opinion, it was done differently. Mm-hmm. It, it, it felt like a completely new game. I didn't feel like I was playing the same game, just a new name and skin. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what I loved. The first Assassin's Creed is my my favorite Assassin's Creed, though. Gotcha. Like, oh, that's when you said Black Flags or second Black Flags or second favorite. Black Flags are second favorite. Um, you know, like the third one, or the second one, I mean, where you play as Ezio, um, that one's okay, but I don't like Ezio. I don't like the character of him. He was, he was the star of... Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed uh, Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. And by the end of the, the second one, I'm like, I'm done with Ezio. I don't care. I, I, like, I get it. He's supposed to be this major player and da-da-da-da. But I liked Altair so much better, the Middle Eastern guy mm-hmm. from the first game. And I really like, um, what's his name, Edward uh, whatever. Scissorhands. Not Edward Scissorhands. Jesus Christ. Can we get through one podcast where you don't say something completely moronic? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is my life. I'm used to this it. This is me. All right. You get moronic. Yeah. Um, no, you play as uh, Ken, uh, Ken, Kenway? Kenway. Kenway. Edward Kenway. Uh, you play as him. He's the father of another character in the series um, who was a really likable character from Assassin's Creed 3. Um, but you are you play as the guy who's his fit. So it's kind of a prequel to 3. Um and that one's, you know, the Black Flag is like my second favorite because it was just really fun and in-depth. And the DLC for that was really good where you actually play as the first mate, you know, the black guy, the African guy. Mm-hmm. There's a D- there's the DLC for that as you play as him. And he gets this fucking blunderbuss, like a giant blunderbuss shotgun. And it was the most fun running around getting all these guards and they all come at you and then just boom and just taking out like nine guards in one shot. It was so satisfying, dude. And there was, I think there was an achievement for doing. He had to kill like at least seven guards with one shot. Huh. But uh, it was so fun. And the story was cool. It was like a little, you know, it was small. I beat it in like a couple, like five hours or whatever. Um, but it was fun. You know, I really enjoyed it. But I got so fucking sick of fucking Ezio Auditore from Assassin's Creed 2. Because it was just like, okay, I get it. He's like this Italian suave debonair guy. But I loved Altair. Even though he had less personality. I liked him better. Well, that's that's one of those things that we've talked about before is like the cookie cutter kind of thing. Yeah. Where you can put yourself in that those sho- that person's shoes. Yeah. Like when you played the first one, um, I, I didn't really play much of any of the other ones because the first one was such a bad taste in my mouth <laughs> with the glitch. But playing And that's the, what's sad about it. You loved it though. Yeah, I loved it. But it fucked the series up for you. Yeah. Um and, <sighs> Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I, when I played the first one, I could almost be like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And put myself in their shoes. Yeah. And like, yeah, my ancestors did that. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. some cool shit, right? Yeah, and that's you're not cool Middle Eastern or anything. At you know, all. It's just, yeah. but you can you can put, it's like like I talked about before with characters like Neo from The Matrix or Harry right. Potter. Yeah, no, that's that's where I was com- going with it yeah. because you, you brought that they're, up. Where they're, I, they're very blank slate characters. They have very basic personalities. They're, their personality is main hero, good guy. That's the personality. So then in the end, it's like, you know, you watch fucking Harry Potter, and yeah. who does all the work in Harry Potter? Hermione. Who's all of the personality and comedic relief? Ron Weasley. You know what I mean? Harry is, let's be honest, Harry's like the worst main character in movies ever, but you still like him because he's he's generally just a good dude. He's not a dick, you know? So you give him his, you give him his due. Okay, what? See, I, I watched Rudy for Voldemort. 
He would. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I'm just sorry. If you don't have a nose, I can't cheer for you. I cannot cheer for guys who don't have a nose. So no Voldemort, no Michael Jackson, no skeletons. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> but no, but with like Harry Potter and the Matrix. I mean, who's the most memorable character from the Matrix? Um, Morpheus. Oh, yes. The bald yeah, guy. The name, yeah. Morpheus, the most memorable character. Uh, Trinity, bad fucking ass. The opening scene from the first Matrix where she's running from the agents and she's yes. jumping through the windows and doing all that shit. Yeah. Is, I remember watching that going, this is going to be something. Yeah. This is different from any movie I've ever seen. The, um, the, the other Matrixes, uh, Reloaded and... Uh, Reloaded and Revelations. Yeah, they, they fell so short. But they didn't stand a chance. No, the first one set it up so beautifully. That And that was the problem. The first one that, like... Okay, you, people always say the first one's the best, and it's quite often true. But I but, agree with that. I, I don't think – I can't think of a series of movies that I would say the second or the third or whatever is better than the first one. Right. Only because it's the establishing one. Like the Terminator is an argument. Like if you've seen Scream, you know the scene where they're arguing about that too. Um, but like the Terminator, it's like you know the second one is the action-packed Judgment Day and da 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 da, and the T one thousand liquid fucking Terminator and Linda Hamilton's running around all hot in the tank top the whole time. But it's like um, the original MILF, in my opinion. Um, but the first one set up this whole thing with Kyle Reese, this this guy who came out of no like Kyle Reese is such an amazing character from the first Terminator, and he turns out to be fucking John Connor's dad at the end and all. You know what I mean? So it's just this whole like crazy thing, and it's just. The first one, in my opinion, was always – it will always be the best movie in the series unless there's very specific reasons why not. Yeah, I just think that The Matrix, the concept behind it mm-hmm. and that whole aspect blew your mind with it um, that it was so – it was just so good yeah. that there wasn't a chance for a second or third to come no, close. It's, All they could do was try to make it what they did, yeah. um, which – yeah. It was, of course, and a disappointment, but what else are you going to do? You're going to have, like, oh, they're living within the Matrix, in the Matrix. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. Yeah. There's, there's... And no my, my thing is, is this, uh, remember when we were talking about Rocky, and you oh, said... God. Calm down, it's okay, calm here's down! Here's the end of our, uh... I'm yeah. literally just sideswiping it to bring up a point you made, okay. which was, you said that you think the first Rocky should have been the only one they made. They, they should have stopped. Oh, Absolutely. Um, and I completely disagree with you, you know, because you're wrong. Um, (laughs) but the matrix is the series that I think that for, I think they should have stopped that the first matrix that they had left it alone would have, I think attaching the other two movies to it kind of fucked them up. But I also believe like with how we talked about Slipknot, you said the gray chapter. Yes. I love the gray chapter. If you listen to it as not a Slipknot album. Well, I think if you watch those as not the matrix, which is hard to do, Mm -hmm. But if you kind of just take out the first movie and just watch them for what they are individually, not even as two movies, you watch the second one as a movie and then you watch the third one and don't associate them, they're okay. They yeah. have cool parts. The fucking weird, creepy ghost twins yes. in the second one that yeah, are phasing that, and, and and out of the cars. That, that whole scene on the highway, I loved that scene. It was weird and corny and had stupid parts, but I loved it. Um, yeah, it, it was just – the first one was just so good. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And and the stigma of the second and third one fuck it up. Mm-hmm. See things like Rocky or Back to the Future. Like I there's a whole thing of back where Back to Back to the Future is another series that I fucking adore. I love Back to the Future so much. That I've only ever seen parts of. Ah Jesus. Um anyway, with Back to like the, the Future. The first time I heard DeLorean, 
I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And it wasn't until you had said it like seven times (laughs) and then we're at a little hobby store and they've got got a DeLorean. The hobby store next to the laundromat. Yeah. And it's like, okay, the DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah. Back to the future. Got it. It was a luxury car. Now I understand. Um, No, but the whole thing is there's a whole, there's a whole group of people who think back to the future two and three are terrible and they shouldn't have been made. And I disagree with that. I love the whole series. I love the, the actual trilogy itself, you know. I loved the shitty animated TV show, you know. With the, Did you ever watch the animated Matrix? Oh, the Animatrix yeah. is what it was called? Yeah. I thought that's what it was called, but I'm yeah. like, oh, that's too corny. <laughs> that's too corny yeah. to really been what it was. No, yeah. Um, I actually – I have that on DVD. I, yeah, yeah, I, I bought it and watched good? it. It's, it's actually really good because it's not um, – Yeah. Well, no, but it's not associated with the movies. Okay. It's separate stories. It's – it's kind of a lot of it is it's either other revolutionaries or freedom fighters from Zion, but in the Matrix, They're, they don't really mess with Zion too much. Okay. Um, or it's like it gives you the actual story of what happened to cause the war between man and machine, which, by the way, they totally fucking glossed over in the movies was so awesome. What ended up happening was man created AI, artificial intelligence, and that turned into robots and robots were kind of like slaves and they were beaten and treated horribly and destroyed and disassembled and people tortured them. Uh, kind of like on um, the movie AI with Haley Joel Osment, the one where, you know, he's like the little robot kid and, and anyway, um, which is another, I think an underrated movie. I actually like that movie a lot more than people think. Um, that was a movie. It was pan. It was this Steven Spielberg movie that came out and it was panned and a lot of people didn't like it, but I actually thought it was a good movie. It was pretty cool. It was very interesting. It had a lot of cool um, story elements and, I really liked it. Um, but anyway, uh, the robots were treated like slaves and shit. And so they fought for their freedom and they went and built their own city. And you know how like computer code works, like one zero one zero one zero. Binary. Um, yeah, binary. Um, they they created their first city and they called it zero one. So the first city was called one. You know what I mean? And then it's this whole thing about how a war triggers and all this craziness. And then we nuke the sun because they became solar power dependent and all this shit. And it really goes in depth. It's actually really fucking cool. Sounds really weird. Yeah. And really or not, we didn't nuke the sun. We, we like fucked up our ozone layer. And gotcha. I was going to say, because I'm like, I want to know how we survive <laughs> at all at that. Yeah, point. no, we, we blew up, the, we blew up the ozone layer, I guess is the way they describe it. And it fucks up our atmosphere. And that's why when they show Zion in the, in the Matrix movies and it's all like the, the uh, above ground is all cloudy and thunderstorm. Right. It's because our ozone's gone. It's all radiation storms and there's no sunlight coming through. Huh. Um, and it's, it's just really interesting. And there's just really cool, like, there's little stories in it. Because it's a series of, like, maybe five to ten minute stories that have nothing to do with each other. Except it involves the world of the Matrix. Either in the Matrix okay. or in Zion. And, uh, like, there's one, one of my favorite ones is, like, these little kids. They're just little kids that they're in the Matrix. They don't know. They're just kids. They don't know what's going gotcha. on. And they find a spot where there's, like, a glitch in the Matrix. And they, they're, like, throwing bottles into it. And the shit's just floating. Nice. And so they're like they're 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 running and like jumping into it and floating across this big chasm inside of this like abandoned building and then like landing on the other side and they're giggling and laughing and they're having fun and then like agents and government agents run or government like agency run by the agents come and they shut down the building to fix the glitch you know and then they're all sad and it's just really cool so I think it was really well done it was like produced by the Wachowski brothers the guys who made the matrix but it was like animated and created different ways by different people. So there's like different animation styles or CG styles. And it was really cool. It was like a compilation. 
Yeah, I, I never really knew quite what it was. Yeah. So I never bothered it's, giving it a shot. It's but, worth watching. Yeah, it's, it's definitely worth like watching. It. If you if you like like if you like the first movie as much as you did, oh, I I love. I would it. recommend the animation. I loved it as much as I loved it. Not more, not less. Yeah. You keep doing that tonight. I hate you. I only, I really like things that I really like. I, I if you loved it as much as you loved it, then you you loved it. I would I if if a plane crashed into the house right now. That would be hard. And killed us all. I I wouldn't care because I'm so angry. <laughs> that would be so bad. I'm just kidding. That's mean. I shouldn't have said that. I yeah. apologize. We are we are in a small little trailer right now. Do you think it would only hit this trailer? What about the hundred year olds that live next to me? Fuck those people. I don't know them. Oh, Jesus. I don't know your neighbors. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right. On that note, thank you all for listening. Hopefully. Thank you. You've listened this long. Well, hopefully you cut out like five minutes ago, actually. Yeah. That would have been perfect timing. Maybe the ideal, uh, yeah. the ideal ending. <laughs> all right. Well, have a good morning, good day. Stop, good shut morning. up.